Coming up on today's show, it is March, and it is Madness time, so we're going to do a little March Madness. This is coming up next. Welcome, everybody, to episode number 350 of Traveling with the Mouse. I am your host this week. My name is Adam, and I am joined, as always, by... John. No, you may not get out. You're our lucky volunteer. I feel like you've used that one before. Have I? Probably. You love well maybe if not I, that same If line, I have it's been a long time. Yeah. You love that attraction. And you love Tim Curry. Well, I like his voice, I guess. Yeah. I suppose. Speaking of liking people's voices, our other co host this week, Jason. Is that mean you like my voice? You find it silky smooth, a nice, you know, podcasting voice? Yeah. I should really get on a podcast at some point. Yeah, maybe you should start one. Yeah. I think we all have very nice voices, don't you? Wouldn't you agree? <laughs> mm, yeah. Well, yeah, it is March, and as you said earlier, there's a lot of madness. So I'm, I'm yeah. ready yeah. to do an annual tradition yeah. here and declare a winner. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to go ahead and say that the uh, odds-on favorite, most likely going to be, I don't know, what was our previous winners? Right, I would say last year's winner is not likely to prevail this year. Mm, yeah. That's what I would say. And not not any you know diss to it, I'll, but I'll get to that when we talk about it. Well, I mean, it's all in, uh, what, different categories, though, right? So it's kind of hard. Right. Just because some of the same things end up in it. You know what? might be a good way to do this every year to decide what to do this for the next year is take the winner of each year and spin off another bracket based off of that winner but you, you know how it is you know we say something's a winner and right. then their top employee you know doesn't come back for the next year and then they go up to the big leagues and it's are just... you saying we're cursing the winner by picking it wait a minute what are you what are you referencing when the nba draft comes around and Oh wait, we're we're not talking about basketball. Oh, I, mean, no, no. 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 I was going to say when he said March Madness, that would definitely describe the basketball tournament, <laughs> especially this now. Year. Yeah. <laughs> it's definitely madness. We don't talk about that March Madness here yeah, on this show. No, no, no. We have our own no. version. We don't talk no. about brackets, except for our own brackets, yeah. our Disney brackets. So to refresh everyone's memory, California Grill won last year, and the topic. The title, I should say, of our bracket last year was The Best Thing at Disney because we kind of put all kind of random stuff against each other. It's really because we didn't put the the mini golf place in the running. I think it, <laughs> it lost in the play-in round. I think that would have really taken the That would have done it. Mm. Yeah, it's okay. usually interesting to see how these things turn out, especially when we're doing, like, majority out of three people. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? Yeah. So something has to win, obviously. So so this year, taking from the idea... So actually, okay, two years ago, it was Flight of Passage that won. It's like Best Attraction, I think it was. And yeah. we used it last year as one of the categories. It, last year was kind of a best of. It was like, forgot, what did we have? Like resorts? What did we have? Like restaurants? Attractions? I don't forgot, but we had several different we had categories. categories. Yeah. yeah. This year, of course, since Flight of Passage didn't win last year, California Grill won, 
we sort of have a food and beverage tournament this year. That's kind of our theme. And I feel like we're highly qualified for this one, uh, considering what we do at Disney. Yeah, this is what we do at Disney now, now that we're adults. I went with my family, as I mentioned in the trip report, and I feel like they were all, well, not all, my, my mom and dad were a little stunned at just how often we stop to <laughs> for drinks drinks eating you know it's a constant intake of calories from morning noon to night because you really just have to sample all the fare i mean it's hard work doing these types of reviews it's it's a sacrifice for this podcast that right. we're willing to make to make right. a really good bracket for you there's too many good places to eat and drink that we have to cover them all, or as many as we can. So we do it for you. You're welcome. So I should preface this too by saying this particular bracket is 32, either locations, I'll say. And before people get too upset that we omitted anything, these are locations that the three of us frequent, or at least two out of the three of us frequent. And we've all talked about it before in some way or shape or form, I'd say. So right, that's kind of the baseline that we have is thing. Oh, sorry, no baseline. No Did someone say baseline? <laughs> Oops. Oops, maybe I benchmark. I should say is uh, places that we talk about a lot, which may may have just given one of them away right there by saying that. Oops. Four categories of eight. So number one, because last year's winner was. California Grill, we have table service restaurants. Next one is counter service or quick service restaurants. Next category is bar slash lounges. So this is a first for us in our bracket. And then the final category is uh, what would like snack stands slash festival outdoor kitchen kind of locations. So anywhere where you can walk up, get something yeah. small to eat or drink. Whether it's yeah. all year or temporary. I think it's better, like, it's not a full menu, right? It's like a specialized menu, more or less. Most of right. these places are. Yeah. And some aren't open year-round. Some aren't open every day. So, right. yes, those are, it's kind of a specialty locales. Let's start with that category, speaking of, since it's sort of the... Less defined category. It's not, it's not likely to win outside of its own bracket. Is Probably. <laughs> Most likely, I would say. Okay. My money's on the mid Q bar slash water stand in the Navi River Journey Q line. <laughs> oh, that. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah we that get that grain. Didn't make here. the cut. <laughs> I didn't make the tournament? Oh, maybe next year. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, neither did the water fountains in Tomorrowland. Those didn't quite count. You can't exchange money there yet to use the water fountain. Okay. <laughs> Until Chapik hears this and he's like, oh, we could charge money for water fountain use? Yeah. I know you said water fountain, but for a minute there, for some reason, my mind went went to the jumping fountains. So maybe we're going hmm. to well, have to start using those. <laughs> okay. So now we have a category for next year, best fountains. 
There's fountains everywhere. Oh, great. We're starting to do fountains as one category. Yeah, let's, okay. let's do best fountains. <laughs> best fountains, uh, best bathrooms. That's going to be a real good trip for us. We'll have to uh, yeah. use the bathroom in every bathroom that they have available. <laughs> We're going to have to go do it first. Yes, we have to try every stall as well to say which one is the best stall. Yeah. <laughs> okay, we're already going off the rails. <laughs> no oh, we're, we're already planning for next year. We've barely even started this year. And I, yeah, I want to yeah. just say that I yeah. I want to wish every one of these contenders uh, good luck because we are probably going to be less than kind to a few of them. Yeah, possibly. So let's start on the snack slash walk-up location, you want to call it. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> this is probably one of the headliner matchups. Aloha Isle versus the Spring Roll Cart at Magic Kingdom. This is a showdown. Which one? Who, sh- who should go do, first? Do, do, do. Oh, do we have to lock in our votes? I forgot. We always forget oh. how we do this. I don't know. We just have somebody go first, and then they usually don't the next time. You know. Okay. I'm locked in, though. I, I mean, yeah. I mean, I, I know what I'm going to choose just because I don't really go to the spring roll cart, so I'm going to go with Aloha Isle. <laughs> well, I'm just saying. Thanks for revealing your answer. Well, that's what I'm going with. Aloha Isle is also my choice. Oh, well, I guess, Jason, <laughs> would, you, you would you care to make it a clean make sweep, three. or would you want to? The queen sweep. I think y'all are just really making a, um, a case because Adam is uh, a sweets fan, so of course he's going to go with the ice cream. John, you just haven't experienced the glory that is uh, pepperoni pizza wrapped in a in a egg roll, or a cheeseburger wrapped in an egg roll, or some other concoction wrapped in an egg roll. Anything you can wrap in an egg roll. Yeah, I mean, of course. I mean, Aloha Isle. Of course, they have Dole Whips, but Dole Whips have become a dime a dozen out in in the parks these days. You can get them just about anywhere. It's not nearly as special as the lines that wrap around. And then the way you just get to revisit it later as we build up for our bracket for next year, because the egg roll cart definitely settles hard on the stomach. So <laughs> yeah, that's on the whole up and down. <laughs> yeah. How is egg roll cart? The it's the win. It's the win. Okay. Well, too bad. We already voted for Aloha Isle. So that one moves on. <laughs> I was just about to say he just made it. He just made a good case. We were just talking about next year with fountains. He just made a good case for we could put a whole category of where to buy a Dole Whip. <laughs> just about <laughs> okay. Yeah, there might be eight locations. Yeah, it's possible. Let's move on. <laughs> this is one that I know Jason and I love, and that's Trial and Trellis at the Flower and Garden Festival. This is probably the most specific one <laughs> that we have on the entire list versus Canada. But I added the food and wine version, but Canada's pretty much a good booth okay. year round, mm-hmm. right? So Yeah, no, I think, think but I think I think we should specifically call out the food and wine version just because it's the best of the versions. Sure. Well they had the cheddar soup and the filet. Yeah, yes. they have they have the steak. Which is hit or miss, by the way, I'll say that. The hit or miss on the steak. Sometimes oh. it's way overcooked because it's sitting there under a heat lamp for six hours until you get to it sometimes. So just gonna say. Obviously, uh, a lot of folks like a steak, and they also love a good cheddar soup. The case to be made for Trial and Trellis is that it is hands down the best thing at the Flower and Garden Festival. So part of me wants to wonder 
how does the Canada booth stack up at the Food and Wine? Is it best of show? Does does that matter? Uh, I know that in theory the Food and Wine Festival is a better overall event for food. Mm-hmm. So that's where it's a little a little bit harder for me to make that decision. Yeah, this is a tough one. Because, as I stated, the steak can be overcooked. The mm-hmm. cheese soup is phenomenal. I don't normally get drinks at Canada. That's the other thing. I don't think their drink game is... The drink at Trowel and Trellis is fantastic. Yeah, that's true. And the impossible stuff, whether you like it or not, or think it's healthy-ish or not, it's really delicious. So I'm going to go with you there. Trowel and Trellis, John? I've not actually had trial and trellis, so um, I'm going to go with Canada because I have had it, and, but it matters not. So, Okay. Well, okay. trial and trellis moves on. At least one of the two won correctly. I'm still sad about the spring roll card. <laughs> <laughs> well, that, sorry it ruined your bracket on the first game, but it happens. Yeah. Yeah, but he really wanted this spring roll card to make the Sweet 16. I did. So... Moving on, here are two powerhouses. Japan, <laughs> which mm-hmm. I just said Japan because Flower and Garden, they have the Fushi, which I love. And Food and Wine, they have those teriyaki chicken buns, the steam buns, which are amazing. Versus of the milk stand. I forgot to say that earlier. By the way, the milk stand is in Galaxy's Edge. I should mention that too, yeah. If you don't know where that is. The milk stand in Galaxy's Edge that is made of a substance. (laughs) A green one or a blue one, yeah. And you can put alcohol in it. Mm -hmm. Which makes it ridiculously expensive for no reason. Was it like 15 (laughs) bucks for... Like a thimble full of of uh, vodka or tequila or whatever it was in it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Is it worth it? And all they do is throw it on top. They don't mix it in or anything. They just throw it on top, and it's not that. Sounds good. like we're really we're yeah. really selling the mix milk stand. Yeah. I think this is a I think this is an obvious win. Uh, a runaway out the door <laughs> milk stand. You suck, uh, Japan all the way through. Yeah, Japan is by far, any festival, Japan has got good stuff, so I'm going to go with it. Yes, I'm going with Japan. You know how much a regular blue or green milk is right now? Eight forty nine. That explains why so nobody is going there. So so the booze is twice as much almost. Yeah. <laughs> so should I say, milk was a bad choice. So we're going with Japan. Oh. Japan, all the way around. All the way. Yes, we're going with Japan. I mean, sake versus blue milk. I mean, <laughs> yeah. So the last one in this category is two more juggernauts, and that would be Pangu Pangu at Animal Kingdom versus Hawaii at the f- Food and Wine. I know they have their. That's kind of a classic one, Food and Wine. Mm-hmm. Uh, the po- Kalua pork slider or the spam. Hash, I believe, is the two staples that most people go for every year. I don't always do it. I will admit, admit that, but I do hit it up regularly. But I also go for Pangu Pangu and get that. What's the the one with the boba and the mm-hmm. <laughs> alcohol in it? It's a pretty good one. And there's a breakfast sandwich at Pangu Pangu. Yeah. 
Oh, yeah. I'm actually going to go with Pangu Pangu. I like the pineapple cream cheese roll that they have for breakfast. Yeah, I mean, that, that's I, really good. I tried that. It is good. I'm going to vote Pangu Pangu with John and uh, upset Hawaii a little bit here. Yeah. You can also get grog there, can't you? Green grog? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. For yeah. that reason alone, <laughs> Pangu Pangu. A unanimous. Does the Hawaii booth not have good booze or something? Is that one? I don't recall ever getting a drink there, so okay. I think they have like Mai Tais and stuff. So it's, but... so it's losing this time based on lack of information. Yeah. Okay. Well, speaking of drinks, should we move to that category? The bars and lounges? Should we go through that? Oh, well, right. it is right below Let's it. Let's do that. Okay. Because this is actually probably the hardest category for me because <laughs> there's so many good ones. First match is definitely two juggernauts, and that's Bar Revo versus the Dahlia Lounge. This is a hard choice. Bar Revo versus Dahlia Lounge. Yeah, I'm curious you your vote. You are trying to rip my heart out here in the first I round. <laughs> I don't know how these two got pitted against each other. Yeah, I don't know how I ended up with that. But I mean, I feel like the selection the committee should have thought about, sure. you know, you know, maybe these two could have... Could have been a finalist. The- they could have. I don't know. I mean, they're elite eightist. I mean, we're basically doing a finals preview right here. Uh, Bar Riva versus Dahlia Lounge. Yeah, this could have been, but one only one can survive. So all right, let's talk be? about the pros and cons of each. Bar Riva, amazing. It's got now it's called the Riven Margarita, I believe. Uh, it's back on the menu. It's got a great bartender in Chris. It's at a beautiful, beautiful resort. It does have a food menu right next to, and it's also adjacent to Primo Piatto. So overall, a good spot on the Skyliner, too. So very accessible. Mm-hmm. Now, the other side, the Dahlia Lounge, quite possibly, and I say this without exaggeration, I think the best drinks on property. Yeah, good ones. Yeah. They do the have Manhattan, ones. The Manhattan and those mm. tapas that they have. They have some really, really solid food. The food, I think, edges out Bariva's food a little bit. Mm. The drinks edge out Bariva a little bit. The location... Minus that so one. <laughs> yeah, minus that one. The location is a hit for Dahlia Lounge. You have to be very intentional to get over there. If you're going to press me, though, I'm going to give the win to Dahlia. Dahlia Lounge. Yeah. Well, for me, I'll have to say... Bariva has my favorite drink probably on property, which is now back on the menu, thanks to us. I'm going to claim that one. I might change my mind about this decision once I stay at Riviera with you, Jason. Maybe I'll feel differently when you can just have a pool day and walk from the pool straight to Bariva back and forth uh, within 10 steps. I'll probably change my feeling, but... Uh, my wife's name is also Dahlia, so I feel like I would uh, <laughs> be in probably some trouble if I didn't at least go with her. And right. But no, Dahlia Land because, is awesome. yeah. Because she's going to hear this. <laughs> well, not really. She's never going to hear this, but um, <laughs> somebody might tell her about it that li- does listen to somebody it. Somebody might. <laughs> so. But no, okay. seriously, Dahlia Lounge, amazing. I love the views, the food. I am extremely excited about going back here in a couple of weeks. So, yes, I have to go with yeah. Dahlia Lounge. Okay. I have only set foot in the Dahlia Lounge. 
so I guess I'll just go ahead and make it a clean sweep and go with the Dahlia Lounge. I'm the closest thing to the to a, yeah. the designated driver of this podcast. So, um, Ooh. that's um, why we need to go together. <laughs> Wait, so that. you drive the Skyliner I mean, for us? Like, what are you doing <laughs> uh, exactly? Yeah, I don't. I don't know. But I'm just saying. Right, uh, <laughs> yeah. I'm just saying I don't completely abstain, but I'm not as infatuated as some other members. We'll just say. Mm. <laughs> Um, <laughs> yeah, who are you talking about? But anyway, yeah, <laughs> I'm not trying to point any fingers or anything. I was just pointing out that I have not really been to either of these places. Yeah. I mean, I've been, I've set foot in the Dahlia Lounge though. Yeah, and I like the way it looked. These are, this is my favorite category by far. <laughs> the Dahlia Lounge is at the top of Coronado Springs at the Grand Destina Hotel, the beautiful, beautiful tower. The theming's right. fantastic. And but Bar Reva is your home now. That's your home. So. It is my home, but so is Coronado. It'll always be my home, too. See, and I and I liked the views from up there, although I do like the view from the top of Riviera better, yeah. but the bar is not at the top. Right. So, And one last thing on Bar Reva. It's not a huge knock against it, but I don't really want to sit at Bar Reva. I want to sit over by either the pool or that courtyard area, which is far away essentially from bar riva so the actual seating at the bar itself isn't the best i would say is that yeah. kind of you want to sit on the grounds you want to sit right. on the grounds. atmospherically bar riva itself i wouldn't want to like hang out in there i'd want to like hang out at the resort because the resort's so nice to look around at so yeah all right i've just seen a common denominator in this next matchup but yeah. go ahead uh, sure. Yeah, this is actually two very similar-ish locations potentially. Trader Sam's, yeah. which includes the terrace, because we actually haven't actually been in Trader Sam's yet, because we can't get rid of our kids long enough to do so. But Trader Sam's and Oga's Cantina. I that was the way you put that. Can't get rid of our kids. Literally, that's what it is. You got to get rid of them for like a couple hours. You can't do it. It's uh, illegal, from what I understand. <laughs> I was gonna say it, it's it's at the Polynesian. Don't they still have like the Neverland Club or whatever it is? Or they no, they closed it. They closed it. What are they? They closed. Oh, they closed it all together. Yeah, they closed okay. all of them. They don't. They don't have anything. They closed oh, them. Okay. They were. I remember that being in the news right before COVID, and then, or maybe yeah, and then maybe it was after. Probably no. during COVID, they just were like, "Nope, we're not bringing this back." Yeah. So yeah, no more. Okay. Unfortunately. Anyway, so this is a tough choice because although I haven't sat in Trader Sam's, Trader Sam's is one of my favorite places. The terrace outside is one of my favorite places to be. So, Oga's, the drinks are way better at Trader Sam's, I'd say. Oga's is good for the atmosphere, if you're a big Star Wars fan in particular. The drinks are way overhyped there, way overpriced there. Beer is good. But I'd give it to Trader Sam's. Ogus Cantina does not have food that's worth even talking about. Oh yeah. Uh, Trader Sam's does, Good in point. fact, on the terrace have food that is worth talking about. Yeah. And the drinks are better. And you're right next to Captain Cook's, so you can mobile order, which I frequently do, like the pork nachos, which are amazing. Order those. Pick it up and just walk right back out there and eat, eat at the terrace. Trader so Sam's, I think, is hands down the winner here. Yeah. What do you think? Yeah. 
Yeah, I do. And I was just going to say that when I said these have a kind of a common ground is that they're both unique environments in which to have a bar, right? Mm-hmm. But yeah, Trader Sam's wins. Yeah. And we're basing this completely on the outdoor terrace. <laughs> they do have musical, uh, somebody playing music out there. Well, it's live. got a show. It's got a little show that goes on in the yeah, middle of it, which too, is awesome. inside there. So. You've got the pool atmosphere nearby. You've got, you know, just the outdoor Polynesian, which is awesome. So, yeah. Okay. We don't need to keep going. You know, for being Star Wars fans, we really don't like anything in Star Wars and Galaxy's Edge, do we? So far, no. Isn't that interesting? So far. You know, well, maybe, you know, when you were talking about these two, I actually thought of one I would like to give a shout-out to that we didn't put on here, but I guess because I didn't think of it sooner. Yep. The Hangar at Disney Springs is actually a very cool... Chuck Lindsay's. Cool bar, yeah, Jock yeah, Lindsay's yeah. place. Haven't been. It's there. actually a very cool place and has, yeah. So yeah, I, I would, I like, I enjoyed it. So, but anyway, I just had to give a shout to it. Yeah. Might make next year's list. Okay, so let's keep the ball rolling here. We're gonna pick up the pace. La Cava del Tequila at the Mexico Pavilion versus Banana Cabana at Caribbean Beach Resort. We found two that I've actually been in. So there we yeah. go. Why don't you lead the way here? Then? Yeah, well, you lead it. You lead it. Banana Cabana, I remember that time that I was on my solo trip or business trip and I had dinner there. I just basically had some wings there and, gosh, what was it, the Caribbean Smuggler? Yeah, I think that for whatever reason, the bartender that night was really friendly with the booze (laughs) in that particular one. It's always good. Yeah, quite the experience there. But then it's kind of hard to beat La Cava. Yeah. So I'm going to go with La Cava. That is a, a good vote. I think I agree with you. Banana Cabana has um, decent drinks. It's on the Skyliner, but not as closely as it is with Bar Riva. I really only do a Banana Cabana if I'm on a Skyliner bar crawl. It's adjacent to Sebastian's Bistro, which I think is better than Banana Cabana. So I would go there if I was going to Sebastian's. But I'm not going out of my way to Banana Cabana. La Cava yeah. del Tequila, best margaritas in the Mexico Pavilion, the tequila is amazing. We yeah. have yet to sit inside, but they also have a tequila tasting experience. Oh my gosh, I want to do that so badly. Oh, right. so I've got one up on you guys. I have sit. I have sat inside. Um, oh, okay. Uh, I think I think this is a this is a runaway. They took it. They put in the subs even to finish out the game. They were up twenty points. La Cava de Tequila uh, takes yeah. it in my book. So I won't even bother commenting on this one because, yeah, I would have picked La Cava as well. So far, it's been clean sweeps in every category in the bars. Have we noticed that? I think that? so. Hmm. Yeah, so far. I think, we're, I think that I think that trend's going to continue. This might be a tougher one. Baseline Tap House versus Enchanted Rose. Let me go ahead and try to make the Devil's case. Here. Okay. The Devil's Advocate case. <laughs> okay, let's do it. Enchanted Rose has a fantastic old-fashioned. Yes. 25 bucks it is, worth, but it, it is, is 25 bucks. It is very good. Uh, the food, eh, I liked it. That it was flatbread fine. was really good. Yes, it was fine. I have some good memories of Enchanted Rose. It's in the Grand Floridian, nice. it's a good place. It would be, you know, if I spacious, yeah, and I like the theming, it's a relaxing spot. That said. There is the best place to go in Hollywood Studios. How many times have you rope dropped Enchanted Rose? <laughs> Good point. Zero. <laughs> the main, main thing is Enchanted Rose is open at like midnight, whereas Baseline Tap House is only open until park close, or probably earlier than that. I only own a shirt for one of these places. <laughs> <Good point. laughs> 
<laughs> Save me. <laughs> Another point. And I okay, I'll I'll say a few negatives for baseline. Right, one is if you don't get there at rope, a lot of times it's hard to get a good seat if you want to sit out there. That's one thing. That's not like in the blazing sun. Another is I would say the cocktail menu there is lacking. Even though it's a tap house, of course it's supposed to be. Big. Well, it's a tap right. house, yeah. So, but my our wives always get the cocktails. They don't want the beer. Mm-hmm. The beer is. Phenomenal. I love it. And the charcuterie, we always get all the little food items are amazing. Great stuff. So, yeah, I have to give it to Baseline. But there are a few negatives that might keep it from, you know, winning the whole thing. But we'll see. I can give a negative in particular about Enchanted Rose. Okay. Um, has Bob Chapek's fingerprints all over it. There you go. Well, There's enough okay. of a negative point. right there. Yeah, sure. <laughs> We're raising the price on the $25 old-fashioned. <laughs> I'm just saying. Do we go to the other side of the bracket, or do we take this one all the way through, go back through? I don't know. What should we do? I, don't, I, I say we finish this I side of the bracket. Let's, let's, let's finish this side. Okay. We had, uh, what, every first-round match in the bar section was a clean sweep. That's a good point. Mm. <laughs> Actually, I wasn't sure about that because there's a lot of heavy yeah. hitters there. Yeah. Yeah. All right, so the next one, we have Aloha Owl versus... Versus trowel and trellis. Ooh, 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 ooh. ooh, I, think ooh, I, ooh. I think that's as easy for me, actually. All right, I want to hear you about. This might be surprising, but I'm going to go with Aloha Isle because the Dole Whip swirl, man. It's not the plain Dole Whip. Like, that's overdone right now. The swirl is where it's at today. Aloha Isle, mobile order, Dole Whip swirl. It's the best thing at Magic Kingdom as far as a snack goes, for sure. To give a little uh, suspense, because I think I know how John will likely vote. Um, first of all, <laughs> you were uh, wrong, Adam. It's not the best thing at, at Magic Kingdom, because you the spring roll cart, which is no longer in the tournament. <laughs> well, it didn't was, make it was, this far. So that's didn't why. make it this far. But I'm going to say something a little controversial here. Okay, go. I'm not a fan of Dole Whips. <gasps> dun, dun, dun. I don't seek them out, but I'm not a sweet tooth kind of person. If you're going to send me and say, hey, we're going to get you uh, something sweet, I'd probably like rather have like a churro, maybe. Wow. Yeah, too much ice cream. But you're a sweet tooth, Adam. You like the yeah, sweets. I do. So often if, if someone goes to Aloha, I'm, I'm not, I might have a bite or two, but I'm never finishing my own Dole Whip. But I tell you what, I am finishing two of those teas. It's got the vodka in them, and I'm finishing a whole yeah. order of those Impossible Short Ribs. So my vote okay. goes to Trial and Trellis. I see, I see. Let's see. Jason's pretty much right. I'm still going to go with the Aloha Isle <laughs> just because I haven't done Trial and Trellis. But, I mean, that's not really a fair comparison, though, is it? But, yeah. you know, Aloha Isle, the one market does have against it is they took away my favorite combination, which was the, the pineapple float, but with the orange Dole Whip. They don't have the orange Dole Whip anymore. Right. That was my favorite combination. You have to go over to Sunshine Terrace, wouldn't you, to go? Yeah, to get to, something similar. Then, to get something similar. And then try to, to mix them. Yes, I don't know. Yeah, you know, yourself. As someone who, who grew up in uh, North Carolina as a, a UNC Tar Heel fan and as a graduate of NC State, there's a common theme here that I really, really dislike Duke. I know this is Coach K's last <laughs> run at the tournament, and I actually is did – look, did they win – are they winning or losing as we're recording this? They're, it's a close game as we're recording this. Yeah, so, it was close the whole time. So he may or may not be uh, out of the tournament by the time this this podcast airs. This would be his last run. 
And I bring that up because watching Aloha Isle as a place that's like a powerhouse that I'm not a huge fan of continue to dominate in this tournament. Uh, it's kind of like watching Duke uh, move okay. ahead over some of my, See, my favorites. a long explanation, but I get it. I get it. See, I've always been a big Tar Heels fan myself, so we have that in common. So. Go Heels. Okay, so Japan versus Pangu Pangu. Next matchup, what are we going to do? Do you want a Frushi Donut or do you want a Grog Ale? Now, if you threw the frozen Kieran cart into Japan, it might make <laughs> well, it a little harder for me here. Technically, but. I did say Japan. I didn't necessarily say anything specific, so <laughs> that's what, that's why you've got written down here. Uh, yeah. So anything in Japan, so that includes <laughs> the Kieran man, that's, that's, Mitsukoshi, that's not exactly fair. Mitsukoshi, uh, the 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 yeah. shop, you know. <laughs> if there's food there, sure, you can get a candy bar there and stuff. Yeah. I'm gonna say the drummers. <laughs> can you eat the drummers? Anything in Japan? No, we're talking about food. <laughs> well, that is walk up, not quick service. Like okay, excuse me. Yeah, Katsura, <laughs> just walk up, grab a snack or grab a drink kind of thing. So that would include the festival booth, and it would include the the beer stand. So sure. All right. So are we including the yeah. ki- frozen Kieran yeah, beer? Absolutely. Stand? I I say so. You are. Oh, I, that's the, that, that's kind of cheating as far as category. I simply said any festival, so that is technically different booths. Okay. Okay. So okay. I think it counts. The frozen Kieran okay. stand though is a year round. Right. But I was talking because I couldn't decide between the flower and garden and the the food and wine one, so I wanted to include both. That's why I specifically said Japan. Not you're giving it a real leg up here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, if you do that, Japan wins to me because I I think I love a grog ale, but I think frozen Kieran wins over grog ale, and I think the food wins over Pangu Pangu's food offerings. So what do you say, John? I'm just gonna keep it interesting. Say Pangu Pangu. I'm probably gonna have to go with Japan, okay. and the reason why it will reveal itself later, actually. Ooh. Because it's not the only place you can get a green grog that's on this list. I see. Obviously. Right, the Japan includes, you know, all the festivals. I would get frushi and chicken teriyaki bun, so yeah. All right, Donnie Lounge versus Trader <laughs> Sam's. This is the back to the lounge and bar category. Ooh, ooh, ooh. This is a heavy this is hitter. A tougher matchup. A heavy hitter matchup right here. This is mm. tough. Yeah, the next one's even harder. I think I know. Who wants to go first? <laughs> I'm just going to say it. Doggy Lounge. Okay. Trader Sounds. This mm. is tough. <laughs> this tight. is tough. What's it going to be? This is very tough because I could have gone Trader. I could have. I'm going to tell excited. you what. I'm going to tell you what is the decider. The, the Because awesome. they both have great drinks. Yeah. Both have. I know what you're going to say. Good food. <laughs> But I went to one of them to celebrate my challenge win. I knew you were going to say there that. There it is. <laughs> Dahlia Lounge. I knew you were going to say that. Dahlia Lounge wins. Yeah. All right. This this is going to be the fun one right this here. This is the hard one. La Cava versus Baseline. Uh, I think the bookmakers are saying that the winner of this match has a good look to maybe make it into the finals yeah. on this Ooh. side of the bracket. Two powerhouses. At least the final four. Two powerhouses. Yeah. La Cava versus Baseline. I think I have my vote. I have my vote. It is close. I've got mine. It's close. So who goes first on this one? I think John should start. 
I'm going to go with baseline, and that's just going to be simply because i just the kind of person these days that I actually prefer a beer over a liquor. So, I'm actually kind of the opposite when it comes to tequila. I love tequila. However, I'm going to vote baseline as well because to the issues, food items, does the coffee even have food? They have something, don't they? Yeah, it has some. Yeah, they have all just about yeah, all of them have uh, snacks yeah. or whatever. So that's the problem. yeah have snacks. Therein lies the issue. There's nary a seat, which John has gotten one, which is good for you for getting one because I don't know how you you have yeah, like to a tell, decade me, ago. tell me how that happened. <laughs> but um, yeah. I just told you it happened a decade ago. <laughs> a few weeks ago, and I was standing in line. I was offered a table. Oh, okay. So, because I haven't yet to do the tequila tasting, and you can never get a seat in there, I'm going to go with Baseline. Because if you rope it, and even if you don't, we've gotten seats there pretty easily. So, Baseline and the food, you know. I'm going to tell you why I picked Baseline. Okay, tell me. If I went into the park one day, and I walked into Epcot, and they said, we're sorry, La Cava is not open today. I have other places to go drink at uh, Epcot and be happy. If I walk into Hollywood Studios and they're like, you know what, we're not opening Baseline today, and I'm be like, what am I, I going to do? Money back. <laughs> yeah, I'd be <laughs> complaining. <laughs> yeah. yeah, guest experience. Find me a blue shirt. I'm going to complain. I want my money back. <laughs> I was going to spend so much money in Baseline Tap House. <laughs> Where am I going to spend it now? Any. <laughs> All right. Well, should we should we try? That's that's kind of sad in a way. <laughs> oh, now I got to go get a lemonade over at Woody's. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh yeah. Anyway. All right. Here's another Aloha Isle versus Japan. This is uh, this is tough. This is getting tough now. I, I'm going to start Aloha. because you know that I am not picking Aloha Isle, so Japan <laughs> is my vote, and you guys can go vote for your Duke team or whatever you want. Uh, <laughs> <clears throat> it's up to Adam because I already said Aloha. Isle, I heard so. you say it. I I yeah. think I'm gonna lean Japan on this. Ah, so Aloha Isle goes down. Japan to me is a go-to every time I'm at Epcot because there's always a festival these days. And is it the Frushi Donut, the one that's at Festival of the Arts, or the Sushi Donut? Not Frushi, Sushi Donut is the one at Festival of the Arts. Which I've had, and it's delicious. Uh, the Flower and Garden, the Frushi is amazing. The you know they always have good drinks too, and of course the Kieran is as Jason likes as well. Um, yeah, I think overall more options. Therefore, I prefer Japan. I'm just gonna it say. makes it to the final four. Japan okay. in the final four. This is <laughs> this is a tough. This is very tough. Dolly Lounge, Baseline Tap House. What are we gonna do? I'm going to stick with my premise on the last one that I just, you know, I'm going with the beers. So I'm going with baseline. I'm going to make my vote in this way. My wife and I, if I'm going to be there with her, she is going to enjoy the Dahlia Lounge immensely more than baseline. Uh, She goes there because she knows we love it. Uh, And like we said, the cocktail is fine. The charcuterie is good. They like it. It's, It's one of the few places that Hollywood Studios will go to. But overall... We would go to the Dahlia Lounge even if we, you know, weren't in a park. I, I mean, she loved the food there. We ordered a ton of food. The cocktails are divine. 
there. The charcuterie you had too looked good. Look better than baselines. The charcuterie is way better than baselines. Of course, it costs a lot more. But that's true too. Yeah. But yeah, the, the food's good. The wings are good. I think Dolly Lounge got better views. I'm I'm giving the edge to Dolly Lounge. Okay. Okay. I mean, I, I'm I'm not unhappy with that. I am really torn on this one. Here's where I'll say timing is everything because I haven't been to the Dolly Lounge in like a year and some change. So my memory is much fresher at baseline. I hope to change that in the couple next couple of weeks when I go. But I'm gonna have to go with baseline. I think that's I'm just gonna have to stick with it for now because it's it's my go-to and as you say, without Holly, without that at Hollywood Studios, it would be a much tougher day. So I'm gonna have to go with baseline on this group. All right. So we have two final fours. In their Japan versus Baseline Tap House. Now, who's going to meet them? On the other side, where it's going to be probably harder yeah. to choose. So right? we have quick service and table service. So quick service. This yeah, let's jump in. So this is Magic Kingdom Showdown. Columbia Harbor House versus Pecos Bills. If Magic Kingdom quick service ends up winning, I'm going to quit. Uh, I'm just going to log <laughs> off, by the way. Cause I don't think you have anything to worry about. Probably not. Probably not. What I was just about to say, though, is once upon a time... I could say Pecos Bills was my go-to. Yeah. Not as of late. I've obviously said that I felt felt that Columbia Harbor House was my favorite in Magic Kingdom, so I got to go with Columbia You're Harbor House. You're a seafood House. guy, too. You love seafood. Yeah. Okay, Jason. What do we think? I'm concurring with John. I know you're a big fan of Pecos Bills. I never have been. And Columbia Harbor House is like the one place I'll go in Magic Kingdom for a yeah. quick service. I went there in my last trip. It was fine. It's nothing that I'm going to be like, oh, I'm going to Magic Kingdom today to go eat at Columbia Harbor House. Right, right. But <laughs> I'm, I'm in Magic Kingdom, and I'm yeah. like, well, this is the passable place. This is the best of the worst. What about uh, Casey's, though? I mean, Casey's would be considered good, but yeah. he didn't make the list, right? I yeah. almost was wondering, would Casey's be considered like a walk-up place? But yeah. anyway, so in in this particular case, I'm going to also go with Columbia Harbor The only thing I'll say about Pecos Bills is it used to be great when you had the unlimited toppings bar. But, of course, because of COVID, right. you can't really do that anymore. So they just sort of give you some extra stuff and... You or you have to ask for it extra, and yeah, so yeah, Columbia Harbor House kind of taken over that spot. It was you the know, best spot to go to. Yeah, back in the day, Pecos Bills just used to be the place where I just found myself usually at the t- yeah. <laughs> at the time that I was hungry. I think, right. but it's one of those where it's always like, yeah, I could eat there, so why not? I mean, it's it's you yeah. know, it's it's still the top two I would pick as far as like, let me mobile order some food. I would pick that or Columbia Harbor House, so it's one of those. There two. we go. So it sounds like we're unanimous on this one, then. All right. This one might be tougher for Jason, perhaps, because he likes ABC Commissary. But there's ABC Commissary and Regal Eagle Smokehouse, Epcot versus Hollywood. Regal Eagle has a great menu, great upgrade, and a great walk up as well. Right the Tennessee to. Lemonade, you know, the Texas Mule. They have all that. The food is yeah. good. Yeah. Nice portion sizes, especially if you like barbecue. So it's got a lot going for it. ABC Commissary used to suck. They redid the menu. It's the best quick service in Hollywood Studios, in my opinion. So, uh, and we ate there recently, and, and it met a variety of palates of people that were looking for more healthier things. Uh, you know, it had the 
fish tacos or something like that. Yeah. Anyways, it was good. Stack them up, though. I mean, I'm saying ABC Commissary is the best at Hollywood Studios, but that's only because it's not a lot of good quick service at Hollywood Studios. <laughs> Regal sure. Eagle stands up there as maybe what maybe in the finalist for best quick service at Epcot, mm-hmm. and that's against some stiff competition. So I think Regal Eagle wins. Okay, John, I'm gonna have to go with Regal Eagle as well. Yeah. I but I haven't had the new ABC commissary either, so I'm basing that on the fact that I had a really good experience at Regal Eagle. So I did go ABC commissary on my trip back in December. That was the last meal we had before we left, and I will say, ton of places to sit there at ABC commissary, so you got plenty of room, outdoor and indoor. So I like that. Good, decent menu, but. I mean, the Tennessee Lemonade right next to Regal Eagle when you're done, you know. Mm. Uh, Regal Eagle all the way. And it's a great locale, so, yeah. I have to go with Regal Eagle. All right. This next one's not even fair. Yeah. Satuli Canteen versus Docking Bay 7. I mean, was it fair with anything? Satuli Canteen, we don't even need to talk about it. Next. (laughs) Yeah, all right. (laughs) Good point. I kind of agree. There's nothing else to say between these two. What is there to say? Sorry. Yet another Star Wars location that we just totally dismissed. Yeah, disappointing. For good reason. (laughs) Yeah, overpriced still, I would say. It's better priced than, say, Oga's for the things that you can get there. Yeah. We really haven't given Docking Bay 7 too much chances because we've eaten there maybe once or twice. We're just like, eh. Right. But Um, that says a lot, too. We don't want to eat there, and you would think you'd want to because of the theming and everything. But, yeah. Nope. Kind of a, a swing and a miss for... And, I mean, I guess we could just rave about Satuli, but I think we'll have plenty of more chances in the later rounds. So. Yeah. I've noticed we've pretty much established, too, that Star Wars, like, food over there is, like, the definition of a cash grab there as right. well, right? Yeah, the drinks, the food. <laughs> yeah, and it's, it's just... You're yeah. buying the brand. Right, it's overpriced not and the quality. Not, not great. Yeah. Not worth it. Oh, the Ronto wrap, I would say, is probably the exception. That's the I've only heard one that there. the best food in Star Wars area is on the Galactic Star Cruiser. <laughs> of course it is. Well, yeah. <laughs> uh, for good reason, too, right? Anyway, our next matchup. Sun- Interesting Sunshine matchup. Seasons versus Captain Cooks. This is tough. You got Epcot. It's an interesting these. matchup. Yeah. I love both of these places. These are both lots of good variety, lots of good things you can get there. So... What would it be? Good atmosphere. Both choice. Actually, I kind of enjoy the... Yeah. You know, know, I think, even though Sunshine Seasons is one of my favorite in Epcot, I think I'm going to go with Captain Cook's. Mm -hmm. Because I'm having better memories of my, like, pineapple grilled chicken sandwich that I had there. The thing that I would go to a lot at Sunshine Seasons is the salmon. But it's not like it's a particularly outstanding it's just it's it's good but it's not like it's not even the best salmon right so but that sandwich to me kind of stood out so i'm going with captain cooks okay captain cooks so what do you think of jason what do you say i'm going to agree that i'm going to go with sunshine seasons i think there's a nice variety there it's a good location it's it gives you an option if you're on that side of the park to eat something that is passable and, and good. So, uh, Sunshine Seasons wins for me. I thought, what'd you, 
Yeah, I, t- I, I chose Captain Cook. Okay. So. <laughs> that's all right. um, yeah, that's fine. I'm that's fine. I, I, I guess I did I, talk about I, Sunshine. You, you seasons, like so. talked about Sunshine Seasons for a while, and I guess I lost. Yeah, that I you, did. That you still yeah. went with. Yeah, Captain yeah, that's. Cooks. So I have the. Yeah, that's breaker. fine. Yeah. For me, this one, like I love Sunshine Seasons. There's, it's good variety. You can mobile order and get stuff. But I think the food at Captain Cooks is phenomenal for a quick service. So, and you're right next to, you know. Trader Sam's, at least the outdoor, or well, both, but yeah, you can order and then eat outside. I could go either or with yeah, these. I kind of could I too, but Captain Cook's, I'm gonna give the edge to, even if it was like lunch versus dinner. Uh, yeah, I would eat there. It's amazing. Those nachos are but incredible. I, I totally agree with Jason's point about variety. I mean, if you want a place for yeah. variety, that's one of the best quick services to go to. True, yeah, it's a really good one. It's a much better version of, say, like the food courts at Art of Animation and Pop Century. It's like similar style, but better food. <laughs> Way better food. Yeah. So, yeah. Okay. But Captain Cook's moves on. And let's go to the last major category, and that is sit-down restaurants. Last year's winner, California Grill versus Topolino's at the Riviera. So, Contemporary versus Riviera. Last year's winner, will it be knocked out in round one? I've been to California Grill. It's been a while. Uh, I've only had breakfast at Topolino's. I've lived vicariously through you for the dinner. And here's how I'm going to make my decision. You put me on Disney World property tomorrow and you say uh, there's a dining reservation at 6.30 p.m. for either of these. Yeah. Which one are you going to take? You look there and you look, and I'm booking Topolino's. Okay. I would, too, based on the fact that I haven't had the dinner. <laughs> but is that the only factor but, you would um, say? Or? Well, let me put it this way. I had a, I had really good experience with both of these places the last time I was there. But what I know currently about California Grill mm-hmm. and how they're doing their pricing and the pre-fee menu... I think that ruins it for me, and I would go with Topolino's for that reason. Otherwise, I would probably pick California Grill, but I'm going with Topolino's because you ruined California Grill. JPEG ruined it. So I will say this. I agree completely, Topolino's. I booked California Grill for dinner until I looked at the menu and saw $89 a piece for adults, which isn't terrible, but the kids (laughs) were, I think, 40-something. Or 50, 40, what was it, $40 or it 45 doesn't matter. It's ridiculous right. to set just a set kid's price right. for three to whatever. Right. All the same. So that's, and the fact that I can't choose the regular menu annoys me. And so I canceled my reservation. So, yeah, Topolino's had dinner there. It was amazing. One of the best servers I've ever had at Disney. Incredible food. So good view, even though they canceled the fireworks that night. <laughs> Uh, it was amazing. So Topolino's actually wins. In in my case, neither of my kids uh, come close to justifying forty dollars no. for either of them at any right. restaurant on Walt right. Disney World. Property. A four year old, I'm going to spend forty dollars for a prefix menu for him. No, he's only going to eat the dessert. Yeah. That's it. Uh, yeah, he's going to eat maybe half a chicken tender, right, yeah. or something like that. Ridiculous. Anyway. So, until Chapek changes California Grill, unfortunately, last year's winner just went down in round one. So, sad. Okay, these are two interesting... This is an interesting matchup. Skipper Canteen 
versus Steakhouse 71, the new kid on the block. Interesting, huh? I have not eaten at Steakhouse 71. I can't, I've gotten a few reservations. I can't seem to find the restaurant. But um, <laughs> oh, it's too bad. I'm sorry about that. <laughs> You get lost on the. It looks good, that. and I'm gonna I'm gonna basically assume that it is on the same quality as the wave, and and I know that some of the stuff is better, but I think in as it settled in, it's on that uh, it's on that spectrum of good, and I think it's got a better reputation than the wave. But man, a Skipper Canteen isn't good, uh, so I'm I'm giving Skipper Canteen the win for me, personally. Okay. Um. See, for me, my Skipper Canteen experience was a good experience, but you know, just about everything we asked for, they didn't have in that particular experience. Steakhouse Seventy One, I also had, and you know, I've I've eaten at these not too far, not too far apart from one another. I think, I think I'm going to make this interesting, and I'm going to give the currently anyway the edge to Steakhouse Seventy One. Okay. Just because I think my dining, my overall dining experience, I'm, you know, I'm basing this solely on my most recent dining experiences. I wasn't disappointed in Skipper Canteen by any means, but I think Steakhouse 71 was a slightly better yeah. overall experience. I love the decor for Steakhouse 71. The bacon and eggs is like, I'm going to order that every time I'm there, no matter what. It's so good. Yeah. The drinks are good there. The steak, yeah. California Grill is much better See, steak. And see, I didn't have steak. Right. Um, <laughs> steakhouse. Right. Uh, you're right. Steakhouse 71. If it's in the name, it should be good. But again, m- moderate pricing for, for it. So, of course, you would expect to be not as good as signatures. So, But still, yeah. Being able to have a drink at the Magic Kingdom, being able to have really unique food and really good service and fun service and the decor of the restaurant so, Skipper Canteen for me. But not by much. Okay. A buzzer beater. Okay, so next we have Ohana versus Space 220. And Ohana could be breakfast and dinner, of course. It's the restaurant, so... So, I've heard it's Space 220 has gone downhill since its original opening. I could see that. Uh, mm-hmm. I, but we went during the soft opening, and it was fantastic. It was Very good, yeah. But it is pricey. Yep. That said, Ohana is a classic. It's been consistent, and given the recent reviews of Space Two Twenty, I'd probably, if I was taking some newbies, they would be interested in Space Two Twenty, but they're gonna like Ohana better. So I'd probably pick Ohana. John, Ohana is again one of those places where you have the set price for kids. But one thing I will say about Ohana is you're never gonna be short on food. Right. That's never going to be a danger. If anything, you're going to be like overstuffed when it comes to food. I must say, the when we were last there, I enjoyed our breakfast a little bit better than I did the dinner. So I could say they were both good. So I'm going to go with Ohana just for that reason. Yeah, breakfast and dinner really good there. The breakfast right now is fourteen dollars for kids, twenty five for adults. That's the character is not back yet, but thirty three dollars for dinner is more palpable mm-hmm. for kids and the fifth i think 55 for adults for the amount of food you get and the oh man i'm just, i kind of want to go to ohana this time so yeah i was just gonna say for the same number of people right yeah um, we had four adults and three kids that we when we went in october we went twice we went once for breakfast once for dinner dinner was something like 450 dollars breakfast was like 188 
<laughs> right. So it's a pretty significant difference. Right. But I'll also say Space 220 is amazing. Like atmosphere, of course, L- literally atmosphere. Uh, it's awesome. And the experience uh-huh. is all wonderful. But I would say the food and the, you know, the atmosphere, Polynesian is great anyway. So it still edges it out, I think. So, and the price, of course, is like it's $30 cheaper, I think, for an adult. <laughs> so somewhere in that ballpark for food that's arguably better and you get more of it. So Ohana, yeah. Okay. Next one's tough. Art Smith. This is, I tried to find something at Disney Springs that we had all done, and this is one I knew we'd all eaten at. So Art Smith's Homecoming versus Kona Cafe, another Polynesian classic. Yeah, one of my one of my go-tos. Yeah, that's definitely one of your go-tos. Actually, both of them are ones you like fondly, right? So yes, tough I choice am. for you, John. Yeah. What do you think? I'm going to have to think about this one in a minute. Sure. So Chef Art Smith's was a post-challenge meal for me. That's the only time I've eaten there. Kona Cafe, I've been a few times, mostly for breakfast, I feel like. Yeah. Uh, so I feel like I've only ever had breakfast at both of these. Like, Chef Art Smith is good. you got to be in the right mood, though, for, like, big breakfast, you know? It is huge portions there. Huge. It's good for the day after you've walked 20 miles to try to ride every ride. And I feel like Kona Cafe has had sort of a sinusoidal wave of like when it's good and when it's not good. Given its location, though, uh, the fact that you get parking for the park uh, whenever you eat there, the overall food, I I think I'm going to give the edge slightly, slightly to Kona. Even though I do think Chef Art Smith's overall is probably like a higher quality food, Mm -hmm. it's just not always going to be my choice to go eat that heavy of a meal. What do you think, John? I'll say this. I'll say when it comes to Art Smith's place, as far as chicken goes, oh. it's one of the yes. best I've ever had. Delicious, yeah. <laughs> really good chicken. Yeah. I'm not talking about anywhere. <laughs> so I'll give it that. Kona kind of has a special place because it's been over the years. I've had good meals for both breakfast and dinner and lunch. And truthfully, as far as the quality versus the price, it's always been pretty reasonable price-wise. I'm going to have to give it the edge for that reason. And it's one that I almost always finish off yeah, with breakfast, right? Yeah. I mean, we just made that comment. That's, almost always finish off breakfast right. there. You want to punctuate your trip with a trip to Kona. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I'm going to have to make it unanimous as well. Queen sweep on this one because I love Art Smith's. It's really good, but you have to go out of your way in a way because Disney Springs is usually out of the way compared to yeah. this. And Polynesian has really good variety of food i can get southern food a lot pretty much anywhere like it may not be as good it may not be on the same level so we got to continue on we got to turn through this let's move on to columbia harbor house versus regal eagle what are we going to do i feel like you know magic kingdom comes into the park and it says you know what i'm going to bring everything i got and we're like we don't want to eat there we want to go to regal eagle I don't see us voting for Columbia Harbor House here, but okay. So I s- Regal Eagles to vote. Regal, Regal Eagles to vote for me. All right, John, what do you say? What say you? I'm gonna have to give the edge to Regal Eagle. Yeah, I would agree. I mean, just overall, to, for me, it's what's right next door, which is the walk-up bar, <laughs> because you know, what goes better with any food is drinks, which you cannot have at Columbia Harbor House. So, unless you eat at Columbia Harbor House and a table service. Right. 
It's at, uh, how are you going to do that? <laughs> yeah. Can I bring my food into Liberty Tree Tavern here from Columbia Harbor House? Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. It's like, I'm going to order, a, I'm going to have a reservation at, uh, yeah. what I, oh gosh, the Liberty Tree Tavern. And then can I order from Columbia Harbor House while I'm here? Yeah. <laughs> anyway. You know, I just thought about this. If we had had James on this show, we wouldn't have had a tiebreaker, number one. But also, he probably would have voted for all the Polynesian stuff, which we have too. It looks as though everything Polynesian has moved on. So interesting <laughs> that the Polynesian is really representing in this bracket. But it's representing. So we have Satuli versus Captain Cook. So this is uh, an interesting one. Those pork nachos, man, are fresh in my mind. Yeah. I love those pulled pork nachos. Yeah. If I compare the two, I mean, again, Captain Cook's has a special place, but Satuli's overall is better, I think. Okay, but Captain Cook's is right next to <laughs> Trader Sam's. I have to say that. And it's at the Poly. And the Poly. I feel like this is a no-brainer again, Satuli. Yeah. I was posing. Satuli, yeah, definitely I would pick because... You were posing? Yeah, Satuli, <laughs> even though I love Captain Cook's. Yeah, Satuli. If better. you're going to pick one resort that has uh, like the best combination of food and drink, it's going to be the Poly. I think so. <laughs> yeah, I think we've hit a theme yeah. here. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so moving down the list, Topolino's Skipper Canteen. Signature versus in-park unique dining experience. What do we say? Topolino's wins for me because <clears throat> it's a little bit more elevated. It's at my home resort. Literally. It's uh, Skipper Canteen is a uh, great place, basically also because where it is, it's the best of Magic Kingdom. But, you know. You're, to- you're so biased now because of... <laughs> Because anyway, he's vested. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> but Topolino's, let's go. Okay. Let's go, Topolino's. If it can knock off California Grill, it can knock off, knock off Skipper Canteen. Yeah, but there's a very specific reason it knocked off California Grill. But <laughs> Topolino's, I would go with as well. Okay. Well, I don't have to worry about it, but I would have said Topolino's, actually. The reason why, I, for me, is the, although that appetizer with the bread, oh my gosh, so good at Skipper Canteen. But yeah, Topolino's overall, food is better. So, got to go with it. Next matchup is the Battle of the Polynesian yet again. Ohana versus Kona. What do we say? This is uh, interesting. I'm going to, you know what? I'm going to probably say something a little surprising because everybody loves Ohana. But like I said, if I'm going to go for value and like say best food for the money, I'm going to go with Kona. Okay. Ohana. Oh gosh. Okay, I'm left with the tiebreaker. Dang it. I was hoping I wouldn't have to choose... This is tough. I'm actually going to go with John on this one. I think I'm going to hit Kona. Uh, you can get sushi there. The drinks are okay. It's less expensive. Exactly. Than a lot of places for what you get. And you got variety if you're there breakfast, lunch, or dinner. I, that's weird. I didn't think I would, would go there, but I think I'm going to say it. I did it. All right. Just uh, one second. Let me just tell you guys. 25 seconds left, Duke is going to win, I think. Yeah. So Aloha Isle should have stayed, is what you're saying. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so yeah, Regal Eagle, Satuli. This is pretty tough, because right next to Regal Eagle is probably my favorite cocktail, <laughs> the Tennessee whiskey. <laughs> How many times are you going to say this? <laughs> oh, have I not I talked about you said about it in food? every matchup. Uh, Regal Eagle's decent. Every matchup, too. you're like, next door to Regal Eagle. Yeah. But Satuli has the green grog, which is also a go-to every every time. 
Hmm. I'm gonna say, and you've met, what's the name of the place where you get the lemonade? Do you even know the place next to Regal Legal? <laughs> I'm gonna say because you've talked it up so much, I'm surprised it didn't make the bar category. Um, well, it's the Regal Legal <laughs> Walk Up Bar. Yeah, technically it's a uh, walk up. Okay. Yeah. It's part of it? Okay. Yeah, it's got the same the same title. I thought it was Regal Legal. Yeah, so it's yeah. the same. Okay. okay. So wait, when did you okay, vote for it? I haven't voted yet, but I know what I'm going to vote for. Oh. I think I'm going to go with Regal Eagle. All right, so you voted for Regal Eagle, John. Um, there is only one of these restaurants that we've ever talked about going to a park to specifically eat there and do nothing else, and that is Satuli because it is the sure. best quick service in all of Walt Disney World, hands down. And it's all of Walt Disney World. In all of Walt Disney World, best quick service, it wins in my book. I've just always said it's the best one at Animal Kingdom. That's all I've ever said about it. But So I'm going to go with Jason on this one and stick with Satuli because even though <laughs> I was really close to saying because my favorite drink is next door, uh, technically it's the same <laughs> place, but you have to order them separately <laughs> for some dumb reasons. So... No, Satuli's always been, like, a go-to. The Green Grog is good enough to carry it over the finish line for me. Okay. Topolino's versus Kona. I, I mean, for all the reasons that Topolino's beat Skipper, I think it's going to be Kona in my book. So, uh, Kona's just fine. I would I would eat Topolino. Like, let's let's go to Riviera right now. Let's I, Bar Riva didn't make it. Over there, I feel bad. we got to have some Riviera represent. <laughs> okay. I'm giving Topolino's the edge. Huh. So Topolino's and Kona. One of these is a it's lot tougher more, than you would right, think. A lot more expensive for Topolino's, that's for sure. I really love Topolino's location. <sighs> the breakfast experience was very good. I haven't had the dinner experience though. I'm gonna give it to Topolino's. I mean, I hate to betray Kona, but I'm gonna give it to Topolino's. Yeah, I'm surprised actually. I thought I would have to tie break that one, yeah. but yeah, I think I would have given the edge to Topolino's too. I have had the dinner there. I don't think Conan was going to win overall, so it really doesn't matter. So so this gives us an interesting final four. Uh, Satu Lee, Topolino's, Baseline Tap House, and Japan. maybe a bit of the dark horse here, Japan. Yeah, I think exactly. final four. That entire country oh, okay. is on here against everything else. <laughs> uh, that's hilarious. Okay. <laughs> Only by including the Kieran. I think if I said no right now, Jason would be like, screw it. <laughs> Wouldn't have made it this far. But yeah, Japan versus Baseline. I think this is, yeah, this is an easy one for me. But I mean, here's the thing. Baseline food comparison versus the Japan boost. I think you might give the edge to Japan, right? I think I would overall, yeah. One of my favorite beers is in this Japan because you're allowing the frozen Kirin. Yeah. Mm, I do make it a point to stop in Japan. Yeah, and we go there we typically most do. of the time. Good point. Yeah, we do a lot. That's one reason why I made it. I think so. It's two places you've always frequent. Yeah, it is. Although, if we are we, I mean, if we if we keep it including more and more of Japan, my son got. Uh, Food poisoning, I think, essentially from the uh, <laughs> right. ramen place. Yeah, and you had to carry him uh, like six miles over to Hollywood Studios. Yeah. yeah. Uh, at the end of the day, I think uh, Baseline Tap House wins here for me. Yeah. I won't raise the suspense because, yeah, Baseline. I think everyone knew I would say that. Yeah, I was just, I was going to say Baseline. So, what Baseline's the, in the finals. So, yeah. Baseline, though, 
It's interesting. <laughs> I think if you're a fan of the show or a frequent listener, you would not be surprised at baselines here. But somehow made it to the finals. Yeah. Okay, but who's it gonna be against Satuli versus Topolinos? That's interesting. I would have never thought when we first started this that Topolinos was gonna come out on top, no pun yeah, intended. I wouldn't have thought that either. Of the table service. But hmm. This thing always surprises me. Yeah, <laughs> the way we do this, this process. Right. I'll let y'all because y'all might tiebreakery things. So I'll go first here. I take into account that, as I said, Satuli is the best quick service at Walt Disney World. It is my wife's favorite place to eat at Disney World. I will say my sister said that that was the best meal she had while we were at Disney World. Was at Satuli. Okay. There is uh, the grog beer. Mm-hmm. Topolino's is going to be an elegant dinner. It's great. And I think it when you stack it up against other table services, that's the one I want to go eat at. But time and time again, we're going to Satuli. It's like not even a question. And it's 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 at the point where I'm like, am I ever going to get to try Nomad Lounge? Because we always <laughs> eat at Satuli because we know it's so good. For that reason, I'm giving a vote to Satuli. Wow. Okay. See, as I was listening to this, I was just thinking, we're talking about a good table service. Versus an elite quick service, right? Is it enough to overtake so, it? Right. You're when you're talking table service, are you, you got to think about it in terms of what it is, right? Topolino's is very good as far as table service goes. Is it the best table service in Walt Disney World? No. Is I don't know if I would say like Jason says that Satuli is the best quick service. Period. But it's definitely among the contenders for best quick service, period. I think I'm going to agree with Jason here and just go with Satuli, yeah. Okay. I would say I agree. Uh, I was going to make a long speech about Topolino's, but I think the downfall for it is it is not an every trip kind of place, even though... Whoa, yeah. yeah. For, for, <laughs> because you right. can't get it. You can't get it for one. For two, it's very expensive. It's, you know, on the level of California Grill and, you know, some of the other high-end, the best signatures. Hey, at least currently it's not a pre-fee. Correct. That, does, that is a good thing. Uh, it's amazing service. It might be the best sit-down restaurant right now at Walt Disney World. It may very well be. But is it going to beat a Mansour Paul? It could. Monster Paul's not right. open. It could right now. It does. Well, it's not open right now. But what if right. you were going to compare the two? Yeah, I'm, I feel like he, I feel like I'm the one that had the good time at Monster Paul. Everybody else had an okay or okay. fine time because I ordered the signature stuff. Yeah, Topolino's though. Yeah, I, it's amazing. But I'm just going to have to go with yeah, Satuli. So that leaves us with. So here's what I was thinking: instead of us talking and then revealing. Uh, baseline Tap House versus Satuli Canteen is the final matchup. Why don't we type our answer into our chat, and then we all hit enter at the same time so that we don't. All right. Before yeah. we before we cast our sure. somewhat secret votes, I want to lobby in a sense, okay. and I'm not going to lobby and I'll make it obvious which one I'm going for. I want us to think, and this is how I'm going to think about it. Imagine that you put Satuli in Baseline Tap House. In each of the parks, right? Everything else that's in that park is still there. But all of a sudden, magically, there is a version of Satuli in Baseline Tap House, in Hollywood Studios, in Animal Kingdom, in Magic Kingdom, and in Epcot. 
and I'm curious where you going. So you're saying if I'm in Epcot and there's a Satuli and a baseline? Yeah, where are you going? And if you're in Magic Kingdom and there's a Satuli and a baseline, where are you going? If they're if Animal Kingdom, they're both there, where are you going? I think the question is where am I going first? <laughs> I think that's right. what I would do if they're in the same park. Are we locked in our votes? Do we know what any other comments, pre comments? No, I pretty much know what I'm going to okay. do. With. Are we ready? I, I have, have mine typed. To comment until after we so after we reveal. Obviously. Okay, I have mine typed. All right, you're three. Ready? Are we all typed? Ready? We're all, all right, typed. Three. Yes. Two. Yes. One. Enter. Oh my god! I got out. <laughs> so Santuli <laughs> wins in a close one. Wow, you guys picked well, Satuli. Okay. Here was my reason. Okay. It, what was my reasoning for base out for baseline the whole time over the other ones was the beer right? Yeah. The fact that it was good right. beer, you know, it was so beer location. Beer and good food. Satuli, Satuli <laughs> has both. <laughs> so I mean, it's kind of a no-brainer for me. It has both as a combination. Okay, so. good point. I was gonna just say baseline because the variety and I just it's like my go-to and it's at Hollywood Studios which I always find myself at these days and it makes me feel better going to Hollywood Studios right now because of how crazy it is here's the thing we don't go to Animal Kingdom as much as I would like to go because it is such a good park but there has been more than one time that we have seriously considered just going to Animal Kingdom to eat at Satuli yeah and we have come really close to doing it on numerous occasions. The only reason we haven't is I think every time I've talked Sanity and like, you do realize we have to drive there, go through the entrance, and walk all the way there. Like, if I could get in the Homer VIP tour van and park behind Pandora. Yeah, and just walk Totally. Like, like, if I'm on a VIP tour and they're like, and I'm not going to do what I did, which is like, you don't get to eat because I paid too much money for this. Like, if we're like, we're stopping to eat, I'm like, Let's get in the van. We're going to Satuli for lunch. Even if we're like spending all day at Magic Kingdom, I'm like, Homer, take me to Satuli and bring me back. I want to ride some rides. Okay. So unless eventually Animal Kingdom has a Skyliner station in Pandora, <laughs> okay. there's in not Pandora. going to be. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Right. I mean, I, I do have in. a shirt for Baseline Tap House, but that's only because they don't make a Satuli <laughs> okay. shirt. Good point. Yeah, I mean, when you talk about the food, yeah, it makes me want to go there just to eat there again. But I don't know. Baseline, I, I end up there more often, and it's just, it just makes me happy just being there. It's a good spot. <laughs> yeah, I love it. So I had so to go. So that's, that's why you chose Baseline. Yeah, I had to stick with my fave. But yeah, I don't I don't hate that Satuli wins. Good. So last last year, California Grill was the best place, and uh, this year it is Satuli. What is the name of this bracket? Best, like, bite-to-eat kind of place. I don't know. Best place to get a drink in and food, really, because all the categories were either some sort yeah, of Yeah, kind of combined drink, it. Yeah. yeah, good point. But this was this was kind of like the culmination of both, right? So, yeah. Now, I, I, I'm going to go ahead and put it out there. If Dahlia Lounge had made it... You would have picked it, probably? Probably, yeah. Diet Lounge, yeah, I, I I think I would probably have voted for it over Baseline if we did this episode three weeks from now because I'm ext- looking forward to going back there. I did both of them 
two weeks, two or three weeks ago. And uh, I think, I think, well, yeah, I I got two drinks from baseline and everything I said about Satuli still holds, but like, I will also go out of my way to go to the Dahlia lounge, even if I'm not staying at Coronado. Yeah. There you have it. All right. Well, Satuli Canteen is this year's champion. So how are we going to spin off of Satuli for next year's, uh, tournament? Well, it's going to be, we'll start with the Satuli bathroom. <laughs> yeah. And That's, yeah. It's not a bad one to go to after there. Yeah. Do we have to spin off of it? No, mm-hmm. probably not. But I'm just, we kind of have the last two or three years. So I just thought it would be interesting. Oh, did we? I was trying to figure out how we did that. Well, okay. it's been included in the, the last, the previous year's winner has been included in the new one. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. So Avatar, yeah, I mean, Flight of Passage was in last year's. <laughs> so even if we're doing, like, all right. rides, Satuli's so. going to have to be in the category next year. So <laughs> Somehow. It's just going to be in there with, just because it won, so it won the spot to be back next year. I think we should do all sweet stuff so that uh, I can complain the whole time. Okay. Oh, oh wow. And Adam will have his best bracket ever. It'll be, like... The best sweet the treat. Christmas festival. Festival, uh, of festival of holidays. All the sweet drinks uh, at all the parks and all the sweets and ice creams and everything that's around. It'll be, be great. Okay. Dessert parties. Now you have to go to Art of the Dessert Parties this year so you can review them in next year's. Yes. Mm, sounds like a good task. So if I'm, not mis- if I'm not mistaken, in the categories last year, wasn't the nighttime show one of them? Mm-hmm. And, and didn't Happily Ever After... I think it was a finalist, and I think it should have won over California Grill, especially if, <laughs> I think if we had known that it was, I think California we did. California Grill's fate later. Well, I think also, just if we had known how bad Enchantment was going to be by comparison. I will say Enchantment is an entertaining show, but it is not. It is not Happily Ever After. Understood. All right. Well, there you have it. Until next year... Satuli Canteen is the place you should go. Go eat there. If you're if you're in Walt Disney World, go eat at Satuli Canteen. Give it a shot yeah. and get a grog, a Hawks Grog Ale for, for And if you're at Hollywood Studios, go yeah. to Baseline. You know, this um this is almost like a um, psychological test. Apparently we uh, really love Pandora more than we realize. <laughs> well, I mean, of course I put... love Pandora. Pandora has yeah. uh my wife's favorite ride, my wife's favorite restaurant, my sister who hadn't been in a while, wrote all the new stuff, said Flight of Passage was her favorite ride. She said Satuli was her favorite meal as well. I will say this. As far as the attractions that they currently have, I don't really have one that kind of stirs the emotions quite like Flight of Passage does. I can't explain it. it's an awesome ride. It is. Yeah. Okay. So that will do it for this episode. Until next year, we'll take another (laughs) shot at this bracket thing. So, but in the meantime, where else can we be found? Well, we're on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. That is all at TWTM Podcast. We have a Spreadshirt store in which you can find your our exclusive uh, TWTM merchandise at a shop.spreadshirt.com slash TWTM Podcast. And we also have a YouTube channel, which you can uh, go check out the videos that we have there. And our website has links to that and more, travelingwiththemouse.com. You can email us, podcast, at travelingwiththemouse.com. And if you want to plan your own trip to Disney World and include Satuli Canteen or Baseline Tap House, you can book that trip through our travel agent friend, Jill Dilbeck. Her email address is Jill 
dillbeck at gmail.com. So for John and Jason and all the cast members at Satuli Canteen, this has been Traveling with the Mouse, and we hope you will join us on our next trip. If Magic Kingdom quick service ends up winning, I'm going to quit. Uh, I'm just going to log off. <laughs>